This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Almost three years ago, I interviewed Michelle LeClaire when she was getting her kombucha business off the ground. Roll ahead to 2021 and she is crushing it and has moved into her own production space. So let's get the scoop on how Wolseley Kombucha is doing present day. Michelle LeClaire, how are you tonight, man? I'm good. Okay, so let's talk about who you are and what is Wolseley Kombucha. Um, So I am the owner and head brewer of Wolseley Kombucha. I live in Wolseley with my husband and 18-month-old baby, Lucy. And I'm very passionate about health and wellness, kombucha, tea, yoga. I'm a new entrepreneur. My background actually is healthcare. I worked in healthcare for 12 years. And I just recently quit in September to do Wolseley Kombucha full-time. And um, I also was nominated as Woman Entrepreneur of the Year for 2019 and again in 2020. So that's super exciting for me. And Wolseley Kombucha um, has grown. So I have a team of staff now. So I have about eight employees. I have one full-time person. So Dylan is my full-time brewing assistant. Um, We have our own delivery person and... Yeah, we just we have a full team of staff. So compared to before when we last chatted, it was just me kind of running the entire show. The business has grown to, you know, about eight employees, which is really exciting for me. Dude, in two and a half years, I, last time I bought it off you, I picked it up from your house. And look at you go now. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, so now, now we have our own shop on Wall Street. Um, it's a full production space. It's, you know, it's a dream come true. <laughs> Okay, so I'm I'm kind of jumping the gun here. As you were talking, we were drinking Dirty Jazz, the seasonal blend. Yes, and we we, so, we, we, we cling the glasses because it was that good. It's it's friggin' yeah. awesome, right? Yeah. So the Dirty Jazz is um, it's a jasmine green tea kombucha, and then we add lemon juice and activated charcoal. So that's why it's black. And then we just kind of we like the term like we had a dirty lemonade, which was like a black lemonade. Um, and then for this one, we just thought, let's just call it Dirty Jazz. And then the name just stuck. And people, like, we put it on tap about two weeks ago. And I think we've sold, like, I want to say close to 10 kegs. Like, it's it's been selling off the shelves. Dude, well, you know, after tasting it, I can, I can see why. It's really good. Right, Steph? Yeah, it's really good. It's awesome. Thank you. Hey, so for those who don't know what kombucha is, maybe let's start there. And let's uh, give them the Coles Notes version. Um, so kombucha is a fermented tea. It's full of beneficial bacteria that's going to help replenish your gut microbiome. It has a lot of organic acids to detoxify the liver, the blood. It's good for mental fog. It helps balance the pH in your body. Good for mental fog. I should drink this like every, every day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like, you know, your your immunity originates in your gut. And, you know, we're just kind of understanding the connection between like the gut and the mind. Mm-hmm. So I always say like happy guts make happy humans, like healthy guts make happy humans, because if your gut is is happy and you're able to properly digest your food, then your, your brain, like your mental fog, your like, it's connected to like, you know, depression and anxiety. So happy guts make happy humans. That's what I say. (laughs) It's true. It's in the center of your body and it literally is the center of everything. Um, Okay. So last time we spoke was two and a half years ago. Well, almost three years ago. How has the market for kombucha changed since we last spoke? Because when I was at your shop, you know, a lot of different kinds of varieties of people are picking up your stuff. Yeah. So I think 
people are more aware of what they're putting into their body. Less people are drinking pop. Um, so kombucha is kind of like, you know, that that beverage that people are going to crave. If you're having pizza and, you, and like instead of having pop, people are, you know, grabbing a kombucha. People are just more aware of like sugar content and the amount of sugar they're putting into their body. Um, like kombucha is a great alternative to pop. It's also a really good alternative for kids. Like um, instead of fruit juice, you can give them a kombucha. So it has a fraction of the sugar, but they think it's a treat. Like I give uh, kombucha to my daughter. I dilute it with water. So half kombucha, half water. And she thinks it's juice. Like, and she loves it. So you so I lie. Think just, you lie to your kid. That's perfect. Now you got to tell some of yeah. parent lies. <laughs> But like even like she like she drinks the root beer kombucha. She had turmeric yesterday, right? Like she it's just I think people are becoming more aware, more aware of what they're putting into their body. People are drinking less coffee. Kombucha also contains a lot of B vitamins. So um, it'll give you that, you know, midday boost without the caffeine. So I think like I have so many customers that range from, you know, your target market health health person to, you know, someone you would never expect. Because once you start drinking kombucha and you feel the the benefits of it there's really just there's no going back like once you start you just you can't stop and I think too there's a lot of buzz people have been hearing the word kombucha and they're like what is it you know like there's been a lot of buzz lately and I think it's just going to get bigger from here yeah you're right about once you start you can't stop because (laughs) we're just letting you talk and talk as we're pouring more and more and more it's hilarious um, <laughs> you guys are going to have that whole variety pack polished off by the end of the interview. No doubt. We're just chugging it. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right. So maybe you can talk about talk briefly about the kombucha making process. You know, obviously you're making gallons okay. and gallons, thousands of gallons. Let's talk about, you know, how you, how you do that. Yeah. So just like a basic recipe, um, you know, you would heat up a couple cups of water. You would add your tea, your sugar, dissolve it. Um, you would put that into a jar um, like a one gallon jar, top it up with water. Then you would add in the culture. So you would add in the SCOBY. So the SCOBY is like the powerhouse of kombucha. It's what fuels the fermentation process. All of the sugar that you add in um, the beginning when you're making your sweet tea, that's all the food that fuels the fermentation process. So the yeast and the bacteria eat the sugar and transform it into organic acids. And the organic acids are when you smell kombucha and it smells kind of like vinegar. That's the organic acids. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, so a lot of people hear SCOBY, like what is it? It's an acronym for a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. So the reason kombucha doesn't have alcohol is because it's not just yeast like beer. It has yeast and bacteria. So the yeast eat the sugar, create alcohol. The bacteria eat the alcohol and create organic acids. So it's a symbiosis of bacteria and yeast. Obviously, you were a fan of kombucha before you started making it. What made you want to make it? I um, So one of the first times I had kombucha was I was at a yoga festival in Hawaii, and they had kombucha on tap, and it was like the best thing I've ever drank. And I was like, what is this? So when I got back, um, I was like searching, does anyone have a SCOBY? Does anyone you know, know how to make it? And it was so hard to find um like I had searched and searched and then finally my mother-in-law got one from her chiropractor and that's kind of what started it so she taught me the basic recipe and then from there um I went to Vancouver actually to do an advanced kombucha course because again like in Manitoba nobody was doing it here so I went to Vancouver and um one of the guys that helped build Rise Kombucha they taught us like how to take your business commercially and they gave us like commercial culture 
and from there I just I knew that it was you know something that I was super passionate about I never imagined that I would have a business like this because it's kind of it's just been so organic um but it doesn't even like I'm here every day it doesn't feel like work right like it's just it's just um just keeps growing and growing I love it speaking of growing and growing when we talked a while back, I think you had maybe three flavors, maybe two or three. Now you've got a bazillion, <laughs> right? Let's I let- know. I can't stop. I can't stop. Um, like tea is like I'm – I don't want to say tea snob, but like I, I love tea. And I'm always trying different flavors. And just kombucha is that, – that's where the creativity comes in, right? Like you can try different tea blends, different juice, different – you know, you could do ginger. You could do black pepper. Like there's so many things. It's the, the most versatile ferment out there um you can even have like a savory one you could do you know alapino or tomato you could you know make a clamato juice if you wanted and then make a cocktail with that you can make a marinade or a salad dressing there's so many things you can do with kombucha and um yeah we have probably i think we have about 50 flavors we probably have more but we have like our you know 10 staples and then we have tons of rotating ones so using um what's in season in the summer from you know local farmers and then we have our staples did you say 50 you have you can make up to 50 five zero i think we have in rotation for sure i think in the last year um like we have a lot of our seasonals like right now we're working on um all of our valentine's day stuff Mm -hmm. so if um like last valentine's day we had a flavor called love potion so that's like that was green tea mint lavender rose um and yeah, I think that's it in that one. But it's like every time, like for every season or for every, we try to do like, you know, a seasonal blend. We're always kind of trying out different tea blends. If, if like I just ordered a bunch of tea from our supplier, um, whenever they get new ones in, they're like, hey, try, you know, try these ones. We'll try them. And if they stick and if they're really popular and they're really good, then we'll, you know, make it a, make it a permanent one. And this is a tough part of the show when Greedy Kevin samples the goods. Stephanie Wall is my partner in crime to help me taste them all. Steph, what are we drinking right now? What are we drinking right now? Yeah, what are we drinking? I'm, I, I just chug. I don't even know what I'm drinking. <laughs> Earl of Rose. What's Earl of Rose? What's that about? So that's an interesting one. So um, Earl of Rose is our kick on an Earl Grey. And actually what happened was I put the pomegranate limeade flavor in the wrong keg. So I, instead of putting it in our green black tea blend, I put it in the Earl Grey keg. And then we uh, pressurized the keg, put it on tap. And this is before COVID, so when we could do samples in the store, my friend had come in um, from Calgary, and he was wanted, so I gave him a sample of all of our flavors, and he's like, oh, this one tastes like rose water. And I was like, no, there's no way. That's our pomegranate limeade. And he's like, no, this is it tastes like roses. And I was like, weird. So I tried it, and I looked, and I, oh, I put the wrong flavor in the wrong keg, but I ended up creating a, a new flavor, and it's super popular. And it tastes like roses, but there's it's actually pomegranate juice. So even your mistakes make you money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess so. But I love like I love rose water and it tastes like roses but not in like a like a fragrant perfumey gross way. Um I don't know. It's it's one of our most popular. We don't have it on tap all the time. Um we sell it in the little bottles all the time, but when we do get it on tap, people just go crazy. Everyone loves Earl Grey though. Like, well, if you like tea, you like Earl Grey. Totally, 100%. Um, let's talk again about the root beer. So, so the four that we have, we have the Dirty Jazz, we have the Root Beer, we have the Jasmine, and the uh, Earl of Rose. And the Earl of Rose that you just spoke about. So the Root Beer, 
That one was a hard one to create. Um, the flavor is 100% roots and spices. So when I started making it about a year and a half ago, I had to, each time I made a batch, it was like I had to tweak it until it was like perfect. Because um, again, because it's just roots and spices, it was like, you know, okay, you have to take this back a little bit to add more of this. So I think I finally found like the perfect balance um, of vanilla. Um, there's star anise, there's burdock root, birch bark, dandelion root, sarsaparilla, um, ginger, and I think that's it. I think I've said every all of them, but yeah, that one was a one of my hardest flavors to create. It's what root beer should really taste like if it's healthy, right? It's kind of crazy that you could take seven roots and herbs and that's what it tastes like. But yeah, that was my most challenging flavor for sure. Bizarre. And the jasmine? The jasmine is, um, so we consider that one a nude blend because it's just the green tea that's been infused with jasmine. So we don't add anything after. So it's just the fermented tea. Your new digs. You've moved into your own shops. Why don't you give a breakdown of that? where it is and all the good stuff in there, but which I'm jealous of that shop. It's awesome. Yeah. So we are located at 749 wall street, um, beside sleepy owl and wall street slice. Um, we had searched for a space for over two years and couldn't find anything. And when we walked into this place, like it was a disaster when we walked in, it was like a total gut, but I knew like I could just like envision exactly what it would look like. Um, it's 1400 square feet, which is um, a good size for where we're at right now. And, um, yeah, we brew everything here. We have a receiving, we have a front tap room, my office. It's, uh, it's perfect. Well, that leads me into my next question, which is your online shop. Let's talk about that because people can buy stuff online, right? Yeah. Um, we, last year in March when like COVID hit and everything was closing, we closed for four days and I, we built a full brand new website, full online store and, um, I didn't know if people would buy kombucha online. I never imagined having, you know, selling kombucha online, but it's our online shop. is still really, really busy. We do deliveries every Wednesday and we have eight different subscriptions. So um, if you want kombucha once a month or every two weeks or once a week, there's eight different ones to choose from. If you're on there and you're searching and there's one that you, that doesn't quite suit you, you can always call us and we could create one custom for you. And um, you can create yeah. a custom subscription. Yeah. So if there's something, if, if it's too much kombucha or not enough, or if you want something like it's super easy for us to go in and just change one. So we can just add, like we have eight right now and it's, they're all based on customer requests. Right. So if there's one that doesn't suit your family or your needs, then just let us know and we can tailor one perfect for you. And I can change an existing one. If, let's say I have it every month. I can have it every two weeks or whatever I want. Exactly. Right? Awesome, yeah, exactly. Right? So depending on how much, how frequent you want it, we have people that get three growlers a week, which is, you think it's a lot of kombucha, but if you have a family, it goes like, it can go, you can go through it pretty quickly. For sure. Okay. Let's talk about uh, you guys. Okay. So you have starter kits so people can brew it at home. What is that about? So we sell starter kits on our website, also sell them in shop. Um, it's basically a one gallon kit. It includes everything. All you have to do is add water. So it has the workbook, the step-by-step how to make it. It comes with the organic tea, the, the organic sugar, everything you need to start a one-gallon batch at home. Um, you just, all, like I said, all you need to do is add water. And um, yeah, you can buy those on our website or you can buy one in the shop. Upcoming free safe at home MB DIY kombucha workshops. What is that? 
So Wolseley Kombucha is, was very lucky to um, get this uh, Safe at Home MD grant. So um, starting now until the end of March, we'll be hosting free workshops. So some will be like your basic workshops, some will be more advanced. Um, so the dates are all on our websites. Everything takes place on Zoom. Um, if you're interested in registering, you would just email hello at wolseleykombucha.com to register. And um, yeah, we're just basically hosting free workshops. Um, it, whether you just want to learn more about kombucha or you actually want to, you know, get a starter kit and um, start brewing. Um, like we get tons of different people tuning in for different reasons. All right. So with all that said, let's remind everybody where they can get your kombucha. That, that's you know, Give us your social media, your website address and your street address. Remind everybody of that. Maybe your phone number. If they, can people call there and ask questions? Yeah, we def- yeah. No, we have a shop. So you can call the shop. The phone number is 204 615 0595. Um, we're located at 749 Wall Street. Our tap room hours are Wednesday to Saturday, 10 to 4, except Thursdays we're open till 7 p.m. So we're open late one day a week. So Thursdays we're open till 7. Um, our Instagram handle is at Wolseley Kombucha. And our email, um, our website is www.wolseleykombucha.com. Okay, and your website is where people register for the for the free home uh, MBDI DIY. Yeah, so to, right? they could head to the website, um, but they would email hello at wolseleykombucha.com to register. Gotcha. Just making sure everybody knows that free. That's a Winnipeg price. You it's know that, free. right? Yeah. No, it's you know what we I had the first one on January third, and I think about sixty people registered. Six zero. Sixty. Yeah, sixty people registered, but only forty showed up. But that's still like that's the biggest virtual uh, workshop that I've ever hosted. It was really good. Um, lots of people were talking and asking questions, so it went really well. And I think they're just going to get better. Dude, that's crazy! First time out of the gate, forty people. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool. All right. So next time we talk, we're going to go over more flavors, and we're going to touch base on those workshops. You can tell me how they're going. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me on today, Kevin. This is 680 CJOB.